Hello, I'm Faye Waterman, the Conversation Curator, and this is What Is Your Superpower, the podcast. And today's guest is Cindy Cohen, and Cindy is known as the Texas Oil Lady. Welcome, Cindy, and thank you for your time. Oh, thank you, Faye. I appreciate this time. Good. Now, what we're here for is to discover, if you don't already know, what your superpower or superpowers are. So what do you think right now are your superpowers and why? The first one that comes to mind is being a good How do you know you're a good listener? Because people will come to me and share either their problems or what's going on with their life, knowing that I'm going to listen and not judge and then possibly provide some positive information to share with them. Do you think you have any other superpowers? I think that another one would be loving unconditionally, that my family, I love my family so much and my friends that I would do anything for them, no matter what. No matter what. That's a brilliant superpower. Tell us a little bit about you and how you use those superpowers that you have. I feel like the way that I use my superpowers is that I've worked really hard to have amazing relationships with my family. My son, I have a son and a daughter and a husband that we talk a lot, communicate one way or another. No matter where you they were living or what's going on, we make time. How are you doing? The loving unconditionally is, you know, what's going on? You know, I have some bad news or this happened, you know, that kind of thing. And we can talk to each other. So I've worked really hard on making sure that when they were, the kids were little and now they're grown, they're in their 20s, that, you know, we still have that relationship. That's fabulous. And you can take that on to other areas of your life as well, not only with family, but friends and business Mm -hmm. in itself. Because when you're working in a business, you either have to love what you do and want to do it all the time, or you don't love what you do. I agree. Yeah. So Let's talk about the listening, the good listening, and how, what is it that you find when you're having a conversation with someone that you find out or hear that they're not saying? How do you listen? Can you describe how you listen to what people are saying? I feel I listen by, first of all, their tone, you know, how they sound. You know, whether it's in person, also on the phone, you know, um, an example is my son called me a couple of weeks ago and I could already tell within the first few seconds something was wrong by the tone of his voice. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he had, you know, he had some bad news to share. And I'm like, you know, so listening to the tone, you know, knowing that person, people, figuring out how can I help you. So when you're working with your clients and they're your just 
finding out about them. What is it that you do that helps you to go deeper in and really find out what the issue is? Because sometimes when you're working with them, they don't even know themselves until they have that conversation with you and you draw it out of them. So having a conversation with a, a person, you know, what is going on with themselves or their animals, if it's that type of a conversation, you know, what's going on, you know, did something traumatic happen? You know, asking those questions, did someone move recent did someone move out of your home did someone pass away if you're trying if I'm trying to evaluate for the emotional support side of of helping them with essential oils or just being a friend you know finding out how can we support them in one form or fashion ask them these questions you know did did something happen just recently and it could have been something that happened a while back and it's just now surfacing its way back up you know or if how they're feeling, you know, maybe they have uh, a health situation that they're concerned about, or that maybe they just found out about and these things are going on, you know, just listening to them, asking questions and doing the best that I can to help them with a solution or, or just be there so that they have someone to talk to. And, you know, I, I may not have a solution, but maybe I could have someone in my, my virtual Rolodex of, you know, how can I help you? If I can't help you, I will maybe could reach out to someone else who might have the information or the answer. So when you're working with clients, what do you actually do for them? What is it that you do as the Texas oil lady? What do you actually do for them? And it's your clients, as you said, could be people or it could be animals so what do you actually do for them and how my goal is always to be a problem solver you know how can I help you solve this particular problem for themselves how can they you know feel better or help their their cat or their dog feel better and a lot of times not a lot but quite a few quite often there's um something emotional that something that could have happened that triggered that emotion, that fear, something being scared or making you sad. It could always, there's always usually something that triggers whether how you're feeling or how you're, whether you're feeling it or it's affecting you emotionally. Like it, it can upset your stomach. Our, our emotions can affect, well, I know they affect our, how our bodies feel. You say your emotions affect your stomach. Well, your gut is your second brain. They're really connected, aren't they? So they tell you things that your brain can't tell you sometimes. Mm -hmm. Oh, for yeah. sure. Especially if, if you're upset, say something traumatic happened, a, a death or, or something. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. A particular piece of news and you can't eat. Like You, you lose your appetite or you're, you just get that ill feeling, like a little bit of nausea or just upset, you know, you just, it, it affects our bodies. Definitely does. So when you're working with, if you're working with someone regarding their animal and they're telling you what the issues are, how do you, how do you actually work with that animal? What's your superpower when working with animals? Well, 
if it's virtually, if we're working virtually, I will ask the pet owner to send pictures if possible, maybe a little video. If they're small enough and I can see them on their cell phone, you know, video camera, um, seeing that if it's a physical issue, like if, if there's an irritation or a sore or something like that, if in person, obviously I can see better, but either way, we have the ways to see visually, uh, no matter what the situation is. And then you try to figure out the easiest protocol, right? Have them try it. And if that doesn't work, then we try something else. Because even with humans, even when we do go to the doctor, one medicine or whatever it is may or may not work. And if it doesn't work, then you need to try something else. So it's it's trial and error. And hopefully you get more positives with a majority of the solutions. And then again, that particular essential oil or that particular you know drug, it doesn't work. You have to try something else. Mm. Oh. It's all a matter of trial and error, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you actually feel intuitive when you're working with animals? Do you, can you pick up things that their owners don't even pick up? Sometimes. It, you know, it depends on how long I've been around the animal. Like with my own animals, yeah, I see their behavior and how they act over a long period of time. If it's a first-time, you know, consultation, I asked the parent or pet parent, you know, what's been going on? And um, they could have been uh, outside during a thunderstorm and a, and a parent was at home to let them in and it was thunder and lightning. And they're just shaking all over when they come in or they're still shaking, you know, something like that. You kind of know right away. It could have been they were outside all day long and a car passed by and there was a backfire and it just scared scared them really bad and it's still here. Animals can't speak to us, obviously, but their behavior can speak to us. And if you watch them, you're like, oh, well, you're acting kind of weird. Mm. Either they've got, normally a lot of times your pet will have an upset stomach. Like you'll see them like, oh, when I go to the back door or they let you know you watch them, you've got to, you know, see your parent, uh, your pets and realize what's a normal behavior, what's an abnormal. And it's just something that you have, if you're a caring pet parent, you need to take notice of these things. And a lot of times we miss them. I miss them. We're, we're human. But you and what, how you came to where you are today, how you got to where you are today. me generally or in my business everything everything <clears throat> i think i i know things happen for a reason okay um what pops in my, my head first is knowing that i am where i need to be is educating people about <clears throat> holistic solutions is I'm gonna speak about my my grandson. My oldest grandson has a rare condition called Russell Silver syndrome. He was born with it and nobody knew what it was. He was very small when he was uh, born. And eventually they, they found out that, you know, his stomach and his brain weren't communicating about hunger. And so he had to have an NG tube put into his, his stomach. Uh, for a, a couple of months, I didn't know what was going on. And finally, my daughter-in-law uh, 
God love her. She figured out she needed to get right in to see a geneticist and then got into the geneticist and they did the DNA test. And that's how they found out that he had Russell Silver syndrome, which is a growth hormone problem. And both her and my son did lots of research and uh, got in connection with the foundation called the Magic Foundation and learned more about Russell Silver syndrome and all that entails. And the more research they did, they found out that also the environment plays a part in the growth of a body, right? So they kind of detox their home as best they could. You know, we as humans, we do the best we can. We're never 100% all the way, but we do all that we can. So there went all the the, 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 the toxic cleaners, the Clorox, the all those bleaches and things like that, and the Lysols, those were out of the house. The way they, they eat, they cook a lot from scratch and they buy organic, you know, vegetables and fruits and products and things. And so they change their life to help him have the best life possible, you know, that kind of thing. So when I would, I would listen to them and they would share information, I'm like, I, I am where I need to be because too many of the chemicals and pollutions and things, toxins from the food to what we consume, to what we touch, what goes on our skin, what we breathe is a big factor in how healthy our body can be. And I understood, I don't understand all of the, the technical chemical names. That's what I have, have them for as a resource or the internet. But I'm like, I got it. I understood. And so I'm able to share a lot better with the people, my clients and, and people, friends and colleagues. Uh, yeah, this there are be there are better ways to take care of ourselves and mm. your family. Yeah, and when you started with the oils, what was the reason for you starting with the oils? Uh, Western medicine made me sicker, so something as simple as allergies that I developed uh, living in Central Texas, it was bad, and over the counter medication then went to, to the doctor for prescriptions and it made me sicker and sicker and I was miserable. And when I met a lady at an event, she introduced me to the essential oils. And when I reached out to her and I said, I need an alternative to help me feel better. Lemon, lavender and peppermint were my saving. It saved my, my you know issues. No more sinus infections. I haven't had a sinus infection in seven years. That's pretty need, amazing, isn't it? I don't it? need that what, those particular products in my life anymore. My my medicine cabinet is now a non-toxic medicine cabinet, and it's got essential oils in it. Fantastic. And so with what you know and understand about what your experience was, you can now help others in those areas who live with allergies and because there's so many people living with allergies these days and children children mm. are, have allergies but why at such a young age why do children have allergies are they born with allergies is it a genetic thing what is it and it's all very interesting and you would find out so much about how people live 
how they think, how they feel, what they do, why they do what they do. And sometimes they can be very desperate to do things to help someone that's not well. And then you step in and listen to what they're saying and get a deeper understanding of where they're coming from and can support them through their journey to healing. Yeah. That's, I feel like a lot of us in this field, we healed ourselves and we want to share. And we're very passionate about what works. And not everyone is interested and that's okay. That's their choice. But those who want to not have side effects or want to put toxin products into their bodies or sometimes excessive or too much use of one particular steroid or medicine can actually damage organs. You know, we've only got one body, but we've got to take care of it. So let's take care of it as best we can. I'm not saying don't go see the doctor. There's a time when you need to go. And there's a balance between both. It's not yeah. just one or the other. There's a balance depending on the situation. Yeah. So you call me ma'am. <laughs> it's a Texas thing. It's a show of respect. I was taught to I do love that. It. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Then just... Tell me again what your superpowers are and why you think they are your superpowers. I'm thinking now one of my superpowers is sharing. There you go. Sharing is a new one that I'd like to add to that list. You know, um, there's a lot of things that I know now that I wish I had known a long time ago that I wish I could have helped my mom with who was going through cancer. Uh, you know, maybe she could have had a better quality life. Cancer is, is there's nothing, there's no cure for cancer, but on how you handle it, she could have had her a, a longer life to have seen her. Um, great grandchildren. So your superpowers are listening, loving unconditionally, and sharing. Mm -hmm. So we discovered another one as we yeah. were having this conversation. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. It's all about superpowers. What are your superpowers? We don't really think about what our superpowers are because we just take it for granted every day. We do what we do because we're passionate about what we do and we want to serve others and help them serve others as well. So it's that ripple effect that we have. So it takes us to a place of passion, I suppose, passion for serving. That's a good one. I like that. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Cindy. It's been lovely listening to you share your thoughts on what your superpowers are and hopefully realising that they are very powerful for you to use in all parts of your life to help others, be it family, friends, clients, animals. 
Yeah. Oh, it's kind of cool. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Good. Okay. Thank you so much, Cindy. And we'll leave it there. I'm Faye Waterman, and I am known as the Conversation Curator, and this has been What's Your Superpower? And when we do this, we are in a discovery mode to find out if we don't know what our superpower is, to have a conversation, to talk through and really search deeply into who we are and what we actually do to find that superpower or our superpowers. Thank you for listening and I'll be back again soon. Bye for now.